Hello and welcome to the Stonebridge Community Church Essentials Podcast with your host, Senior Pastor John Sauer. Hello and welcome to Stonebridge Essentials. I am Pastor John, the Senior Pastor of Stonebridge Community Church. Stonebridge Essentials is a podcast focused on theology, focused on ideas, concepts related to God, focused on doctrines and teachings that help us understand the nature of God as revealed in Scripture and in the Bible. And Stonebridge Essentials is meant to highlight three essential or fundamental or core or central beliefs of the Christian faith as taught in the Reformed tradition. So last year, we focused on the Trinity. This year, we're going to be focusing on the resurrection of Jesus, really, the life and work of Jesus, but we're going to be really focused on Jesus's resurrection as a foundational, essential doctrine of Christian faith. And then next year, we'll be looking at the concept of justification by grace through faith, which is another way of saying God saves us, we don't save ourselves. These three essentials come from the teaching of John Calvin. John Calvin is a reformed theologian from the 1500s. He did most of his work in Geneva, Switzerland. He was born a Frenchman. And his theology is what has given rise to what's called the Reformed tradition. There are other Reformed theologians that are very important, but Calvin stands largely preeminent in terms of beginning the Reformed faith. Now, this is a podcast focused on theology. And theology matters. It is important. It's important for a number of reasons, but one of those is, practically speaking, theology matters. We shouldn't overlook theology. When I go back and I look at the history of Germany, and especially Germany in World War II, and the rise in the buildup to World War II, but also the rise in the buildup to World War I in most European nations— you see very clearly when you look back at that history that theology mattered. Churches in early Nazi Germany used their theology, distorted their theology, abandoned historical Christian theology in order to support what the Nazi government was doing. So theology matters. It's important. And having sound theology that has been reasoned and thought out is critical for the church today to make sure that we are proclaiming the gospel as expounded in the scriptures and not distorting it, not trying to use theology to support a political agenda, but staying true to what the Bible proclaims. So theology matters and essentials matter too, but essentials are difficult to determine. Essential comes from the word essence. And something that is essential means that whatever it is you're talking about, that subject cannot exist without the essential trait or doctrine or belief. So essentials are critical, but it's also hard to narrow them down. 
That's why I usually lean on John Calvin's teachings about the three essential doctrines of the Trinity, the life and work of Jesus, and justification by grace through faith. And I think once we rest on those essentials, it makes it easier for us to understand what it is we can disagree about, what it is that we are allowed to have disagreements about. So this year, we're going to be focusing on the resurrection of Jesus. There's more to Calvin's idea of this essential, but we're going to be really honing in on the idea of the resurrection. And John Calvin was not the first person to say that the resurrection was essential to Christian faith. In fact, the Apostle Paul was likely the first person to say that the resurrection of Jesus was the essential claim of Christian faith. In his letter to the Corinthians, Paul says that if the resurrection of Jesus did not happen, then we Christians are the greatest of fools. If the resurrection of Jesus didn't actually take place, then everything that we are doing is foolishness. The claims of the entire New Testament rest on the question of, did Jesus rise from the dead or not? So, John Calvin was not the first one to say that this doctrine was essential. And if there can be an essential amongst the essentials, one essential that is more essential than all the other essentials, I think it would be the resurrection. I believe that this is a foundational essential. The Trinity rests on the resurrection. Justification by grace through faith rests on the resurrection. Pretty much everything that is stated in the New Testament rests on the resurrection of Jesus. And I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that Christian faith is faith in the resurrection. That is really what defines Christian faith. The original claim of the New Testament related to Jesus' resurrection is twofold. They stated, the early Christians, that Jesus had been raised from the dead, that hundreds of them had seen him die. They had watched him suffer. They had watched him go to the cross, and they had watched him die on the cross. But then Paul tells us the thousands of people who knew that Jesus was dead saw him alive. After many of them had watched him die, they saw him alive. They witnessed him alive. That is the claim of Christian faith. That's what all of the New Testament rests upon. That's what we as a Christian church rest upon. And that claim that Jesus was raised from the dead, that leads to us proclaiming that because Jesus was raised from the dead, we too will be raised from the dead. Again, I don't think it's an exaggeration to say that that is the foundational claim of Christian faith. And according to me, if you don't believe that the resurrection of Jesus actually happened, then you don't fall under the category of Christian. To be a Christian means to believe and proclaim that Jesus was raised from the dead, and because of that, we will be raised from the dead also. This is a belief that 
should strike us as odd because we don't see resurrection in our world. We have billions and billions and billions of pieces of evidence that human beings aren't resurrected. It's not something that we see regularly. But that was the claim of the early church. And it's not just that they claimed this, but the earliest Christians, they banked their entire lives on this claim. They were willing to suffer, to be persecuted. They didn't gain anything by proclaiming that Jesus was raised from the dead. A lot of the times there's all these conspiracy theories that develop about the church, that the church was powerful. I'm thinking back to like the Da Vinci Code, um, if you remember about what 15, 20 years ago when that was a popular thing. There's all these conspiracy theories that developed that the church engineered all of this just to control people. But all those conspiracies are actually based on what the church was two to three hundred years after Jesus was alive and after the New Testament was written and after this claim of the resurrection was spreading. When the claim that Jesus was raised from the dead was spreading, the church was not powerful. The church and the members of the church did not gain anything by claiming that Jesus was raised from the dead. And yet, they continued to proclaim that Jesus was raised from the dead. They were willing to die for the fact that they believed Jesus was raised from the dead. The resurrection of Jesus was the most important thing to the early church. And it changed the way that they lived life in general. Because they believed that Jesus had been raised from the dead, and because they believed that they too would be raised in the same way, they lifted up all sorts of people who were outcasts in society and put them in central places in church leadership. The sick, the vulnerable, women, slaves, weak people, cripples, people with health issues. That was what the early church consisted of by and large. It was people who desperately needed to hear that there would be resurrection, who desperately needed to have it affirmed that the world that they lived in didn't reflect what God intended, but that God had not given up, and that in the resurrection to come, God would make the world right again. They believed this through and through, and they would have known if they were lying the earliest church, those thousands of people that Paul mentions who saw Jesus raised from the dead, they would have known if they were lying. It's easy to understand how people will be deceived by one individual who claims to have a revelation from God. We see all sorts of cults that rise up because one person says, I went off into the hills or I looked at some stones in a hat, and God gave me this special revelation that nobody else has. It's easy to be deceived by that, but that simply is not what took place in the early church. We're talking thousands of people who attested to the fact that they had seen Jesus raised from the dead. 
It wasn't one person pushing an agenda, and it wasn't one centralized power source pushing an agenda. It was all sorts of different people who gained nothing by holding to this claim. They simply believed it was true. And that belief then revolutionized the world. So, the resurrection is the ballgame. The resurrection is what started the church, the resurrection is what sustains the church, and the resurrection is what the world needs to hear. The claim of Christian faith, that Jesus was raised from the dead, and because of that, we will be raised from the dead also. That's what we will be looking at in this podcast this year. So, I invite you to join us. There will be six episodes here for this podcast, and I look forward to this conversation with you, and look forward to diving into the resurrection together. May God bless you this week, and may God deepen your faith in the resurrection. Amen, and God bless you.